This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap. And it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros wrap up their four-game series with the Oakland A's. This is the conclusion of an eight-game homestand for the Astros, as the A's have taken two of the first three in this series, including a 5-3 to three win over the Astros yesterday. George Springer, two hits, including a homer. Jose Urquidy struck out 10 and gave up a run in five innings in the spot start as the Astros lost their second in a row. But they've won 17 of their last 23. A's have won two in a row in four of their last five. Astros 95 and 52, first in the AL West, eight and a half games ahead of the A's, who are 86 and 60. They're second in the West and leading for the second wild card, a half game ahead of Cleveland. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, it's Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros today, and Verlander leading the majors in wins, leading the American League in earned run average, and pitched very well his last time out against Seattle. Yeah, you can add more to that list, innings pitched, opponents batting average, opponents OPS. Mm-hmm. We can go on and on about what uh, kind of season Justin Verlander's had. Let's just say he's one of the premier pitchers we've ever seen. He's, he's a generational type pitcher. Uh, he goes out there in big games, and uh, Oakland sur- surely knows uh, what he's capable of because he's done it uh, to them in the playoffs too, and he was a member of the Tigers. So uh, the Astros trying to split this series against Oakland. Uh, I don't think there's anybody anybody would rather have on the mound than Verlander in this one. Meanwhile, Homer Bailey's getting the ball for the Oakland A's. They picked him up in a trade with Kansas City back in mid-July and a 4.980 array in 10 starts with the A's. And the worst of those starts was the last time he pitched here when he gave up nine runs in two-plus innings back on July 22nd. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I think they probably figured, you know what, kind of a fly ball pitcher, uh, Bailey at the Oakland Coliseum, uh, might be a good fit. And it has been at the mm-hmm. Oakland Coliseum, but away from uh, Oakland, it hasn't been as good. He, he's still durable. I mean, he, he went through a, a, quite a run there for a while with the Cincinnati Reds where he was one of the game's best pitchers for a couple of seasons there, a couple of no-hitters, uh, but now 33 years old from just up the road in LaGrange, uh, a chance to come back and, and beat his hometown team. Uh, he's hungry for this one, and he's hungry to get back to the postseason. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the Astros have already clinched the season series with the Oakland A's, but the A's certainly have been a lot more competitive 
with the Astros when you think about the last two series. Took three out of four from the Astros in the last series these teams played in Oakland. Have won two of the first three games of this series. And, you know, it almost seemed like an aberration. Astros winning nine of the first ten games against the A's. We know the Astros are good, but we felt like the A's would, would be a little bit more competitive against the Astros in the last few games. They have been. Yeah, even in those first games, they seemed more competitive. Sure. That's why it doesn't didn't really sink in that the Astros had dominated at that point in the season. Uh, listen, Oakland's good. Uh, now they believe that, that they can hang with the Astros. We know that. We can just tell by the body language and uh, them coming back after the shellacking after the first game of this series, the way they, they responded. You know it's a bunch of uh, gamers on their on their ball team. They've got a great manager, a good mix of veterans and young players. So uh, I don't think they're going anywhere. The Astros could see them in the first round of the playoffs. Certainly could. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Astros pitcher Brian Abreu. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Astro Launch. Last game of this homestand, AJ, and uh, last <clears throat> game with the, the Oakland A's in the regular season this year. Never know, you might face them. Uh, in the division series, but uh, these two teams, they respect each other. Two very good mm -hmm. teams. Their lineup's good too, right? Two, yeah, two very good teams and, and certainly has balanced out. They've played better against us in the last half of the season than they did the first half of the season. We we handled them pretty pretty nicely the first half, and they've really uh, rejuvenated. They've gotten healthy. They've gotten some young pitching that's come up, and, and they're a, real, a really good team. You know, they won 97 games last year, mm -hmm. making the wild card. So this shouldn't surprise anyone. It certainly doesn't surprise us. And it's probably going to be the same way next year. I think you two teams, you know, looking at things, look like you're going to be good for the next two or three years. Yeah, I think so. This is a developing rivalry in, in the sense that, yeah. that we're in the same division. We've, we've got young players. They've got young players. We've been um, in the playoffs in, in, you know, recent years. So have they. So it's... Um, it's it's a great little great little chemistry here. I, you know, I've got history with Bob Melvin. You have the Chapman versus Bregman third base debate. Right. You have um, both good starting pitching staff. So um, fun when 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 your division's as strong as ours is at the top. I want to ask you something. You just said something with the Chapman and the Bregman debate, and that's bounced third base side deep, backhanded by Bregman. Throw to second for one. Altuve on the first in time. A five four three double play. Bregman started that a step from the foul line, deep third, and the Astros able to turn it. That's the best turn I've seen all year long. Had to back up for that big second hop and a gunshot to second base, and Altuve with another strong throw to first. They couldn't have turned that any better. That was a thing of beauty. That was awesome. Defensive runs saved with outfielders, that stat, and in the war and the defensive numbers that I see. Are there any <coughs> tricks? tricks to getting better in those numbers because we see Chapman play so deep? I don't know. I mean, I don't really care about the defensive numbers. I think we've gotten a little bit too far into that. I think if you've got to watch your eyes and watch these guys defend That's why I consistently. Say it, though, so, yeah, but I don't, want to, I don't want to trick anything in order to improve numbers that don't matter to me. Right. I want them to make plays. And Alex makes plays. Chapman makes plays. He plays a little, a lot, a little deeper 
there's probably some advantages and disadvantages and, and likewise for Bregman. So I don't, I don't really coach for numbers. I don't really care about the ratings. I care about my players. Urquidy, here's the 1-1. Sweeper, and it swung on and missed. That little slider again right on the outside corner, and it's 1-2. A wicked sharp stuff. Yeah, moving the ball around, changing speeds effectively. He is really putting on a clinic so far. This is like Garrett Verlander pitching. <laughs> the one-two. And he got him. Strike three. Nine strikeouts for Urquidy through the first four innings. I, I, I wasn't expecting him to be that good, but uh, ten strikeouts in five innings, he was great, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, the strikeouts were big, and the slider was really good, and I think our guys have, have identified a mechanical flaw that he had in the in the minor leagues when he got back up to the big leagues, the way he was taking the ball out of his glove, and, uh -huh. and it didn't allow his wrist to really work. Um, and that, that proved to, to make his slider exceptionally well. You know, to, at last outing, he gave up all fly balls, didn't punch out hardly anybody. Uh, this time out, he was striking out some really, really good hitters. So it's a, it's a sight to see when somebody's dominant like that. We're lucky that we have some innings for him because he was somebody we considered shutting down, but instead he pitched very well in a pennant race. It's funny to me to watch something like that because <clears> he looked like a different pitcher. And I can just imagine Oakland was watching his tapes right. and seeing a guy that relied a lot on his changeup and we're sitting maybe on a changeup. Yeah, again, I think this is some of the stuff where you have to – we talked yesterday about calling audibles. Like you have to yeah. watch how guys are doing it. We're not robots. We're not going to sit here and do the same thing over and over again. Guys are continuing to evolve, and and Urquidy's one of those that – uh, maybe next time out his changeup's more effective. I think that's he, you know he's got command, which is on his side. Brian Abreu once again looked mm -hmm. great out of the bullpen. The the breaking pitch extra sharp. Uh, you gotta love what you see. I do. I mean, it's it's a real wipeout breaking ball, and we've seen that. And he throws it a ton. You know, I, was, I, I joked with McHugh, who's sitting next to me during his outing. I'm like, hey, he's on like the McHugh and McCullers program, where he's just you know flipping breaking balls over over and over and over. But he's got a pretty dynamic fastball. He's got a nice little demeanor. This is exactly the, the type of experiences that we wanted him to get by bringing him up in September. You know, we'll continue to challenge him. I'll be careful with his pitch load. I'm, I'm not going to pitch him tonight, uh, but he gets a couple days off. We'll get him back in there against Kansas City and just keep keep developing him. Hey, behind the scenes earlier this year, you told me you, what you would like out of a backup catcher is to kind of catch a win and, and contribute somehow offensively. But you also told me, you said, Take a big swing. Right. Why not? Maldonado's taking <laughs> right. big swings. Now, yeah, the last couple of days he has, yeah. and then and then uh, and you know he's got a little home run pop, especially to the to the pull side. But his discipline in the at bats has really what's gotten him into good hitters counts. And it, it's funny about the backup catchers, right? And I feel like I was this way when you if you could just get into a good count, they were going to try to throw a fastball away to try to to try to just make you get yourself out, you know, and, uh -huh. and you take a big swing, you might run into it, and, and good things can happen. And George is running into a lot. He ties a career high in homers yesterday, yeah. but not only just to the pull side, man, he's going the other way, too. Yeah, no, he's – the one at center field yesterday was was incredibly good. And, what a swing. And, and it, you know, he's a strong kid. He also is, a, is becoming a better hitter, and and we people will forget he missed a, a, a decent chunk of time, right. too. So he, he probably would have already set his, his career high had he not missed that time, but – uh, what a difference he is at the top of our order. All right, AJ, good luck tonight. Thanks, Brian. Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. Big drives, dramatic putts, and great fun with friends. Tickets for the 2019 Houston Open are on sale now. Ticket options for this year's event held at the Golf Club of Houston on October 7th through 13th include daily general admission tickets, week-long tickets, and premium ticket packages. Make your plans now to take part in one of the PGA Tour's premier events. Visit HoustonOpenGolf.com to find tickets and all the info on this year's event. Come for the the golf stay for the party as we start the ninth inning new pitcher for Houston is right-hander Brian Abreu swinging a miss 
pitch just darted down and away. Oh, it's so sharp. It's nothing at two. You look at the spin rate, it's not just some of the best spin on the break and stuff on the Astros organization, but in all of baseball. Here's the 0 2. That is at the knees for strike three. Throws him with another slider. Wow. And that's back to back, backwards K's for Abreu to start the inning. Tell you, you're going to have to start taking notice of this kid. Brian Abreu right now. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros pitcher Brian Abreu and uh, pitched pretty well since coming back up, having a lot of runs so far as a, a big leaguer. And you made an appearance. You came up late July, early August uh, for a brief stretch and made an appearance in Cleveland. Now coming back, do you feel a little more comfortable? The nerves gone a, uh, a little bit after after that first outing? Uh, yeah, I just feel more comfortable. You know, you need just to take advantage of all the opportunity that they can give me. And I just feel like relaxing more than the first time that I came here. That first appearance in Cleveland, just take us through kind of your emotions, the nerves. When the phone rang, you started warming up, and then when you got into the game, what, what was kind of going through your mind? Uh, that was like, uh, that was some, a special moment to me, you know, doing my major league debut and everything that stuff. And I was like more excited than nervous, you know, that's an opportunity that uh, every baseball player at this wedding when we start to play a professional baseball, you know. And I feel more like excited than nervous in that moment. Has, has there anybody you faced so far in the big leagues that you even had to take a step back and think, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm facing this guy who I grew up watching or maybe played with in the video game or anything like that? Uh, yeah, that was in my debut when I faced Lindor, like Santana, Mercado. Those are like elite hitter, you know. Uh, and I was like surprised my, by myself, you know. And I said, okay, let's play and let's compete as hard as possible, you know, to do my, my, my job my, and my and do all the stuff that I need to do it on Major League. You started off the year in A-ball. Did you have any thought at the start of the year that you might be in the big leagues uh, by the time the year was over? Uh, well, I just, you know, tried to develop myself as much as possible, you know, to get to this level. And I was like, okay, I'm starting here, you know. Like, the baseball, the baseball is, like, a little crazy, you know. You can start in whatever level, and you can end up in another level, you know. And I just focus on my goals and execute all my stuff that I'm working on. Well, how do you, where do you think you've most improved this year from the start of the year to now? Uh, my mindset, my delivery, and execute my pitches. When you talk about mindset, is it being focused on every pitch? What is it, what is it specifically? Uh, it's not like, you know, focus on stuff like outside of baseball, you know, it's just like try to keep my mindset like my focus on baseball and think that it's really important to do all my stuff that I need to do it. You've been a, a starter in the in the minor leagues. You have pitched a little bit out of the bullpen in the minors. What's the transition been like for you since you've been pitching out of the bullpen since you, you've been up in September? Oh honestly I just I just you know, you just say I'm a pitcher, I'm be ready to do everything, you know, I never I never know how it's gonna stabilize and majorly as a reliever as a starter, you know, I'm just working on it everywhere that they need me. Have there been any, some some of the veteran guys in the bullpen kind of help you out with routine and things like that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Any Anybody in particular? Uh, all, all the all the bullpen helped me out. Well, that's, that's good to know that the bullpen is that helpful. Uh, I know you saw a video earlier this year when you and Jose Urquidy were in the minor leagues uh, talking about how you guys graduated from Astros English Academy, since all the Astros uh, prospects from Latin America get to get to learn English. Obviously, taking those classes helps. What were some other things you did to improve your English to get it to the point where it is now? 
Uh, I use a lot of, I just watch a lot of movies in English, and I just talk with my American friends and everywhere, and my teachers help me out a lot, and my coaches, all my friends, and that's up, help me out. Uh, what type of movies do you do you like to watch in English? Uh, whatever, like comedies, actions. That's pretty good. You have a you have a favorite movie? Uh, no, right now I just watch the movie that I feel like at the moment. All right, Brian Abreu, glad you're up in the big leagues and looking to seeing a lot more of you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Good for the Brewers hitters. Not great for Chase Anderson. Yelich crumbles to the ground after fouling one off his foot. That was off the knee. Not a good sign here. Right out of the chute in this game. Right off the top of the knee. Well, Christian Yelich is going to have to exit this game. Well, that is a big blow here for the Brewers in the first inning. Let's take a look around Major League Baseball as teams race for the pennant. Brought to you by Apache. Apache Corp. Exploring what's possible. Well, a couple of days ago, some devastating news for the Milwaukee Brewers. Christian Yelich fouling a ball off of his right kneecap. Turned out he fractured that kneecap. He's going to miss the, the remainder of the season. You're talking about a guy, if he didn't finish first in the NL MVP, he was going to finish second in the voting after winning it last year. But the Brewers, a 3-2 to two win in Miami today, and they've won seven in a row and putting themselves in pretty good position as they're currently a half game up on the Cubs for that for that uh, second wild card in the National League. Yeah, it's the Chicago Cubs right now anyway. Now this changes. We've seen this already happen a few times where uh, five days previous that things look totally different, but right now it looks like the Cubs uh, are the team that, that's reeling at this point. Mm -hmm. Only nine games over 500, uh, four and six in their last ten, so hasn't been really clicking on all cylinders for the Cubs here lately, but still plenty of time to, to kind of get back into the groove and, and get a spot into the playoffs, and then once that happens, all bets are off. Bring the family and friends out to Astros games on Tuesdays for baseball and hot dogs. Have as many as you can handle. They're only a dollar. Come take it back with the Astros. You're in a baseball game. Baseball game, you in a hot dog. Always just a buck every Tuesday home game. Dollar Dogs presented by Nolan Ryan B. Get your tickets now at astros.com slash dollar dogs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 